Hey guys, what's up? Uh, welcome back to the Extreme Prospecting Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Tosti, at JoeTosti3 on Twitter. I'm the founder and CEO of Extreme Prospecting, at Extreme Prospecting on Facebook. You guys want to go check that out. Hey, last episode, I touched upon um, some rock star prospectors I was hoping to get on today. I'm beyond thrilled to introduce our my very own friend, Mikey G, a.k.a. the Digital Media Rockstar. You can uh, hit him up on Twitter at Mike N. Gross today. And again, like I told you, I am so stoked because I've known this guy since fifth grade. I mean, we go way back. I mean, I know this this is about prospecting, but dude, I've seen this guy been selling since fifth grade. So I'm, I'm jumping into his background just a little bit. You know, again, we met in the fifth grade. Um, I mean, this guy can can sell you can sell you anything right but it wasn't natural it wasn't natural i mean he he is a grinder okay dude is a big time grinder um you know when we first started out and you know watching him it was amazing he actually started a window washing business when he was younger i mean this is like incredible right i mean here's a guy who he could have settled for you know a job when we were kids and when i say kids i'm talking like you know 18 to 20 he could have settled, you know, for some minimum wage job. Instead, he had a different answer, and it was a business. And I just love the just the initiative um, and his ability, to, um, that fear of prospecting that didn't hold him back. So he took that business from zero to thirty k, um, which is just really amazing. I mean, when you think about that, as you know, eighteen to twenty. Um, that's just next level. So now, now he's big time. Okay. So moving on from the window washing business, he moved on to um, a company called Gannett. You might be familiar with them, selling newspapers and digital advertising, and uh, in Salinas, where he was just a one huge fish in a small pond. And after he dominated that, him and his wife moved to Denver, and um, he's just killing it over at Tegna. Nine news. I mean, the guy's closing six-figure deals before uh, he feeds his dog wreck. Really, what's gonna, what gets him those deals? And um, so, and I know, I know that his closing skills are sexy, guys. Um, you don't close those six-figure deals without being able to shut somebody down. Um, but you know, we're going to talk about again that prospecting. So, again, without further ado, Mikey G. Well, hello, hello. Those are some uh, some big big shoes to fill. I uh, appreciate the intro. <laughs> How you doing, Joe? Awesome. Hey, man, I'm doing great today. Um, I'm pumped. So pumped we got you on the show. I was talking you up yesterday, and for good reason. So, hey, you know, let's get started. Um, I know you're a really busy guy, trying to get trying to get those deals done, get that prospecting. Um, so we'll jump right into it. So, just first question. Uh, you know, I'm just because because I'm always loving to learn from you because you know we've been friends such a long time. Um, what would you say is the number one reason why people fail with their prospecting efforts? Man, well, I think there's uh, there's really two two main areas that I see people um, fail with, with prospecting, and uh, I think they really come down to a lack of training and uh, and a lack of purpose. And when I say purpose, I don't mean in, in trying to sell something. Um, we're all out trying to to um, sell various services, wares, maybe sell ourselves. But um, when it comes down to purpose, what I mean by that is I think sometimes people uh, get on the phone and, and have this idea that they have to make a bunch of calls with the exact script and, and the point is to be a machine. Um, in, in reality, when you are uh, approaching a new business, a new entity, organization, uh, the, the best way that I see people succeed is when they have a story to tell, when they have a real reason to actually be able to help somebody. Um, and that comes back to training as well. Wow, man, that's 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 excellent. Um, I'm, I'm just taking notes right now. I mean, if you're not taking notes on this call, you're doing something wrong. So I'm just... <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you. So and I love that. Can and you say a story to tell? Can you just elaborate a little bit more? Like, what's your story? I, I love just to hear that and the guests to hear that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I'd say prospecting. Um, when, when you prospect and, and you're cold calling, uh, your, your ideal purpose should be to connect um, your opportunity, your, your service or product with um, with the client or organization's uh, needs, you know, um, when I call on a, uh, a restaurant or a bank, um, I'm going to be looking for some areas that 
I believe they may be having issues in or maybe having problems uh, facing. <laughs> you know, they may be facing certain problems. Um, I'm going to see where I can help fill those gaps where I can help them to grow. So um, when it comes to a story, it's going to be very individualized for each business or organization you're working with. Man, that's so good. I, I can't even keep up with the note taking right now. I'm going to have to, re I'm, I'm, I can't wait to listen to this when, when I'm done. Dude, that is so good, man. I love that. I love that. Hey, and just as far as, um, I, I not, not so much the training because there, there's, we can address that as sort of a different, but as far as lack of purpose, um, you know, I think that's so fundamental. I mean, a lot of people come in to the business thinking they're just going to make a ton of money and then prospecting punches them in the face. Um, what would you say is some of your, some of your, you know, driving, um, purposes, um, behind, you know, trying to just grind and, and, you know, hit the road and, and get those deals. Well, that's a great question. You know, I think you're absolutely right. If you go into any sort of organization with uh, your own benefit uh, on the line, if, if that's your only goal, uh, you're probably not going to do very well. You know, I, I know when I go into um, prospecting or looking for um, ways that I can help businesses, it's exactly that. I'm looking for ways that I can help businesses and organizations to grow. So I think... Um, going in with a purpose, finding what it is that makes you passionate. Um, you know, right now I'm, uh, I'm really passionate about the medical field. You know, there's a lot of good work that's going on right now with, uh, doctors, medical, um, medical centers, uh, surgery centers, different, um, different areas where, where doctors and, and clinics are doing great work and, and people don't know about it. You know, people who, who, who may um, need their services. So, so how can I help that business really connect with those people who may need or want those services? Um, I think having that passion when I go into uh, cold call or, or, or prospecting when I'm, when I'm just looking for businesses, having that passion and that understanding of how I can actually help them, uh, that's the way that, that I've seen a lot of success myself. Wow, man, that that was a real treat. I don't think I've ever gotten this much information out of you just hanging out with you, man. This is good. This is excellent. Okay, do I got it. question number two? What 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 would you what are in in your you know your perspective? What are some common misperceptions or just myths um, about prospecting that come to mind? Oh, good question. You know, I think number one is that it's it's boring or it's uh, it's it's a drag. You know. Um, prospecting or cold calling is not always the most fun thing and that can be true but at the same time if you really uh, put yourself put put in your mind that that you have a mission to achieve today maybe it's to help five different businesses um, or to introduce yourself to five different businesses and, and move forward with seeing if you're going to be a good fit working together with their company that could be a a, a, a win you know um, maybe a common misperception that, that you're just sitting in a, a call center and you're just trying to make money for the company. Yes, that, that's your end goal. But what you really want to do is find, again, how, how you can help um, somebody else achieve what they're trying to do. Um, so I guess, yeah, the biggest common misperception I see is is that it's it's boring or that there's no purpose to it. Well, that's great. I love that, that last part you were talking about what they are trying to achieve, right? Because a lot of times, you know, at least initially when I started, it was, this is what I want to achieve. I want to make more money. I, I need to achieve, you know, and now, you know, what you just said, well, what they are trying to achieve and, and sort of when you sort of bridge that gap and move over and, you know, you invite them in, you figure out what they want to achieve. And that happens during the prospecting process. I mean, it doesn't happen during the closing process. I mean, you've already figured out what they care about and what they want to achieve. That's so good. Absolutely. Well, and, and you know that the average business, um, and we're talking, you know, a, a smaller to medium-sized business. We're talk, talking the Chipotle's or the Chevron or the Shell gas stations of the world. We're talking the, the average business is going to get 20 to 30 cold calls a day. Um those cold calls are going to range from um, people sitting in call centers in uh, the East Coast to to people from India to all, all sorts of things. So so how can you set yourself apart, you know? Um, and once you change the story to how you're able to help them, it just completely changes um, your approach as well as their perception of you. Wow, you just, I mean, you just hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, what separates yourself, what differentiates yourself? You know, what do you do to dif differentiate from the 20 to 30 cold calls that, that, that are happening today? 
That's a great question. I, I would say um, the the main things that I, I really work um, to set myself apart is uh, I really um, I know their business. I'll, I'll before any cold call I, I do time um, researching that business and that industry. So when I'm cold calling, I'm not um, calling a business I know nothing about. I, I know uh, their CEO, their CMO. I know who their um, front office person is. I know what they might have grossed revenue wise. So so I. See set myself apart by knowing their business well. And then also I set myself apart with, with really having a passion. You know, I, I know that most people out there can say they've gotten a phone call during dinner, at least, uh, you know, when there were landlines, um, when landlines were common, I, I remember as a kid, we'd always get phone calls at dinner time from some, um, bored sounding salesperson trying to sell something. And, and I would say if, if you can really set yourself apart, um, by truly being passionate about what you're doing. But again, it goes back to if you can help them and you know you can help them, get excited about that. I mean, that that's a pretty cool thing. It's, it's not often that that you're able to help a, a business or organization really move the needle. And uh, and and through different products and services that, that you may offer, your company may offer, if you can get excited about that, you're going to see um, just the way you approach people change and they're going to they're gonna notice a difference too. Wow, man! How much do I need to hire you? What, what do you What do you want to make over at Extreme Prospecting? Oh, there we go. There we go. Do you want to? Do you need a hundred, hundred and fifty? Do I, you probably need more than that, man? I need to. Uh, man, I need to grow. I need to. I need to take this company to the next level. I need to get this guy over here, man. He's where my. He, this dude's working for somebody. I got to get him to work for me. This guy's amazing. Okay. Qu- question number three. How do you mentally prepare for those days when the cold call, you're just struggling, right? We all have those days. How do you mentally prepare for those days? We absolutely do. You know, I think one of the things that uh, I'm really blessed in is I work in an industry um, that if I want to focus on a specific category for a week, a day, an hour, I can do that. So if I'm, uh, you know, again, if we all have the days where we're retired, we don't want to knock on doors, make phone calls, send emails. If you can find that category or that thing you're interested in, um, maybe it's a political movement. Maybe it's a uh, uh, organization or a group of organizations that's doing something cool. Um, maybe it's a, a furniture store and, uh, and furniture is boring and you want to find a new way to help a furniture store grow. Focus, I, I find if I focus on things that, again, that are interesting to me, that excite me, that I have a personal connection to, um, when I put my focus there, that kind of helps me to, to, to get going on those days that I'm having a, a, a hard day when I don't want to uh, be cold calling or prospecting. That's so great. And I actually just have just a quick story for the audience. You know, I, I was in Denver um, late last year and, and, and just being able to uh, see, you know, I, that, you know, obviously the audience doesn't know, but, but I wrote along with you because, you know, I, I love just learning from, from great people. And we went, to a gun, we went to a gun range and, you know, just being able to see you um, interact with the owner and really care about his business. And I mean, it was just, it was something that was really phenomenal to, to look at. And just going back to what you were saying about, you know, on days where, you know, it's hard, but you find ways that you're, you know, for things that you're passionate about, um, you know, I, I obviously know that you're passionate about guns and, and you, you've got to, you you've learned a ton and it was just so great to see, um, your passion for guns tie into, uh, the, the gun range and helping them expand their business and caring about them. So that was just, just to bring that full circle was, was pretty cool. Absolutely. And I think the, the cool thing about the internet, um, and the age we live in is if you're interested about something, you can learn about it. You know, you, you don't have to, um, <laughs> I tell this story sometimes my, my grandfather, um, he built his own house and, uh, worked with his father back, you know, way back in the day. Um, and anytime anything went wrong with the house, he would go to the library and spend half a day at the library reading and learning. We don't have to do that anymore. Um, there's a lot of good stuff at the library, but, but you can spend 20 minutes online and learn a ton about any industry, you know, just uh, you pick something and, and there's so much you can learn about challenges facing an industry. Um, you know, uh, let's say you're interested in, in firearms and firearm safety, you know, you, you can learn so much about what's going on in the state you live in and the city you live in and, uh, and what might be facing in this circumstance, um, firing ranges or, or firearms dealers. 
Wow, man. I didn't even know that about your grandfather. I mean, this is so good. I can't believe I'm giving this away for free right now. I should be charging. <laughs> this is this is crazy. Man, I'm loving this. Okay. Hey, so question four. What's, what are some specific roadblocks bo- when it comes to prospecting um, that you look out for? Mm. You know, I think bring it back to your earlier question. Um, number one is is often myself or, or yourself. Uh, it, it's you have those days where maybe you're having a rough week, a rough day, and and the prospect of getting on the phone or, or going door to door or sending emails and, and getting rejected, you're scared of that. You know, um, I think that's that's one of the big uh, roadblocks. Um, one of the the biggest things that that can kind of, uh, spell failure. You know, I, I think the other thing is, um, a lack of interest in what you're doing. Uh, and I say that too, uh, of course, uh, people are money motivated, you know, it, you know, if you make a certain amount of calls or you close a certain amount of deals, you're going to make more money, but that's a, that's, it's not a very, uh, successful, um, metric for, for measuring yourself or, uh, for, um, motivating yourself to, to, to get, good results. You know, again, if you can focus on that end user, that end business organization, whoever it is, whatever it is that you're doing, if you can focus on ways that that can help benefit, serve others, um, I know that really helps me to, to get rid of some of those roadblocks that are, that are in the way. Man, again, that is just you know, I, I hit on I hit on this, and and you know, and I'm gonna keep hammering on. It. And people, you know, I always start with the first thing is you've got to work on your mindset. Uh, a lot of times, people get caught up on, you know, what's their ideal customer profile. Um, they need to, you know, maybe they just need to go. They just need to start immediately banging on doors, making phone calls, working on their script. I mean, there's so many things, but the we are our number one roadblock, uh, and it starts with getting our mind right. And I love that you hit that um, on the head. Because one of the things that you can do, I mean, you even talk about lack of interest. I mean, you can be reading your own personal statement in the morning. I mean, it's you could be listening to success. I mean, I talked about this in the last podcast. You can be listening to success. You should be listening to success everywhere. I mean, I was telling, I listened to success in the shower. I mean, I got that sweet little Tegna 9 News Bluetooth speaker. I got that sucker in the shower, okay? I got success from my iPhone to the Bluetooth speaker. I mean, I got it in my car. So um, I love, you know, we are our own roadblocks and, you know, a lot that can change, you know, it may not even be necessarily the training. You may have everything you need to know and the script and everything, but, but if you don't have the right mindset and if you're, you might, you may be blocking yourself and you might need to figure that out. So that's really great. That's really great. I love that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. So question number five, um, how, how do you overcome the your roadblocks in your life? Man, that is the million dollar question, isn't it? Uh, I, I think again, if you can go back to to learning about um, the end result, you know, if you're selling um, uh, widgets, if you're selling uh, wrenches, if you're selling screwdrivers, anything. It, you can talk about the features till you're blue in the face, but what you want to know is how that's going to improve the other person's life. Again, if you can focus on, uh, for me, that's that's my motivation. I know it sounds cheesy, but um, if I can learn, you know, really focus on exactly what the end result might be, um, how, how I can help them to grow, that, that's, uh, that's how I can a lot of times overcome that roadblock. And you and you mentioned something that you know I wasn't going to talk about on today's podcast, but I just want to hit a little bit on it. It was so good. The features versus benefits. Um, in your business world, can you give me a breakdown of of a feature versus benefit and what that would look like? Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of times they overlap. Um, so, so I work for, uh, for for Nine News. It's NBC Denver. Um, we're the the biggest, most well respected, um, most watched uh, broadcast network in Denver. And so that's great and dandy. Um, but the truth is, is that if I call uh, ABC Plumbers and I tell ABC Plumbers, hey, I'm Mike from Nine News. We have the biggest viewership and the greatest this and that. I'm probably going to have them hang up on me. Uh, so I guess the features would be we have more programming than the other company across the street. And we have more viewers. Than the That's not really important to the person I'm calling. What is important is, do I know their business? How can I help them? And if I can't help them, how am I going to help them? Where's the proof? Where's the, you know, and the proof is in the pudding. So I think um, the benefits are 
maybe how does what I do benefit them? Again, it's not the, the minutia. It's not the um, selling how great your product is because the truth is the TV stations across the street have some great features, some great stuff as well. So that's kind of when I look at stuff, uh, that's how I can differentiate benefits versus um, all the minutia, if you will. Man, this podcast is blowing me away right now. I'm like, I got to think about my own business. <laughs> Man, I got to make sure I can get the benefits out there. Okay. Um, you know, and as far as, I mean, I, I love what you just said, but what, what are some action steps that we can implement today? Because we, we're all about action over here at uh, Extreme Prospecting. What are, what are some action steps? Action steps in, in regards to, uh, to prospecting? You know, I would say um, when it comes back to it, you probably know your product or your service or your company or your solution really well, and that's good. You, you should. Um, that's it's it's a solid foundation, and and you need that in all your prospecting or cold calling. Uh, when it comes to how you implement that, though, you need to be the expert on the other uh, business or organization or whoever you're working with. You need to know them as well as they know themselves. Now, you're not going to know their budget necessarily. You're not going to know um, everything. But, but again, with the Internet, there's so many free tools online that you can you can learn about um, businesses, what's facing them, what, what sort of actions um, you can do to help them. You know, maybe, maybe a business is really focusing, um, focusing on a PR disaster. Maybe, maybe it's Chipotle and Chipotle's, uh, had difficulty with people thinking that their food isn't safe to eat. Well, how can you implement a targeted media campaign that really tells a different story? You know, that talks about how Chipotle has one of the best food safety records in, in the United States. Um, that talks about their food preparation, you know, so, so when you can learn about, the other business and how what your company does can benefit them. I would say that's the biggest takeaway that that I would walk away with today. If you forget everything else, that, that's the biggest thing is as how can what you do help your end user. Man, that was so good. You know, that, I, I, man, I'm just blown away right now. I mean, I got two. I got two comments about what you just said. One, Chipotle. If you ever listen to this podcast, and I. And I pray that you do. Please sponsor us. We are we love Chipotle. <laughs> I mean, come on. We dude, I don't even want money. Just just give us burritos. That's I mean, burritos forget the good. money. We love the burritos. We're all about the Chipotle. Um oh, man, dude, I'm about to go get some Chipotle tonight. So, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I love food. The second one, you know, just talking about those action steps. I, I just love what you said um at the end. Um, it's sort of, you know, knowing your competition, it's all about them. And um, I think, you know, we just need to be reminded about that every day. It's all about them. Okay. Whatever you're selling, whatever you're trying to get across, you got to make it about them. And um, it's going to take, you know, if you're, if you're prospecting, if you're selling, you got to be able to do your homework. So I love that. Um, so question number seven, you know, if you started prospecting today, um, what would your life, business, pipeline, et cetera, look like, you know, 30, 60, 90 days from now? You know, it, it's going to depend on what business each person's in, what industry each person's in. I know for, for me, I tend to have a uh, longer closing cycle. Uh, what that means is I, I, I tend to, from the time I first initiate contact to the time that I end up working with a business or organization, it tends to be, um, you know, a, a month to, to several months. But the reason for that is that instead of focusing on how can I benefit by selling them X, Y, and Z, the focus is how can I, you know, work to help them in the long run. Um, so, so I guess to answer your question, um, you know, 30 days from now, it, it's possible that I called you and we're already doing business. Uh, it's equally possible that um, it's going to take 60 or 90 days before you know, between the time I initially contact you and the time we do business together. So I would say, um, as, as specific as I can get, um, you know, your, your actions now are definitely going to have an effect and are going to pay dividends 30, 60, 90 days down the road. Um, if I stopped prospecting today, I'd probably be fine for a month or two. Um, and then everything would be drying up. Uh, it, it's it's going to be building on itself. Your success is going to build on itself. And it's important to consistently um, keep new business development on the horizon. 
man, that is, you know, this is such an important topic. Uh, a lot of times, you know, um, uh, there's a couple. I'm going to start with brand. If you're a brand new prospector, okay, you're a brand new prospector and you haven't seen a deal go full full cycle, um, it's, it's going to be incredibly hard for you. I'm just saying it right now. Um, it is probably the hardest point whether you're a sales guy, you're doing your you're doing your own prospecting, or maybe you're an SDR and um, you're just doing the prospecting itself. But until a deal closes and you have your fingerprints on it, um, it's going to require an incredible amount of faith. At least that's how I felt um, is what it took for me to just keep grinding on the pavement uh, when I was driving around um, West Hollywood and Santa Monica and places like that. Until you get that first deal done, um, you know, it's just going to take a tremendous amount of faith to be able to, again, plant those seeds and without seeing anything happen, um, just go out every day and, and, you know, and make it happen. Um, you know, and one physical tip that I have, and, and then I got a question from Mike, one tip, you know, that I would give to the audience is, you know, if you're first starting out prospecting, you know, one of the things I did to, to to sort of like see what I couldn't see is I went and bought, you know, at Home Depot, one of those plants in a jar, right? Like as a garden in a jar. I think it was like $3.99. And, um, you know, I just watered that sucker and left it out by the window. And every day I would look at it. And, you know, after seven, eight days, guess what? nothing still happened <laughs> and so i kept watering it and then i forgot about the plant <laughs> and then the thing started to grow and it was amazing to see something and then i was like oh man it's growing so i got super energized and i started watering it again okay so it, you're gonna have the same experience going out and prospecting okay you're gonna be planting a ton of seeds and then at some point you're gonna be like uh man this is not it's i don't know if this is working what's going on and then you start to see some fruit come and you're like Oh my goodness, this is amazing. You're super jacked, okay? Now, that's you're brand new and you've never seen it before. That's going to be the hardest part until you see it. You know, if you're experienced, um, you know, it's going to be more about just the consistent watering of your land, okay? Just waking up and, you know, and making sure that as Mike said that you don't you don't skip. I mean, you could skip for a month, right? You maybe you don't water it for a month, but but eventually this, the ground's going to start to dry out. So I love the 30, 60, 90 days from now because when you first start out, you may not see anything for 30 days. You may not see anything depending on your uh, closing cycle. And, and, and Mike, when Mike says closing cycle, you know, just to clarify, he's he's doing the full cycle for the most part. Um, you know, so there's going to be. A longer distance specifically I'm just talking about prospecting which is gonna be shorter distance right because you're trying to sell people on time not on money right so you're trying to get that appointment you're trying to get into their office you're trying just to um, get a demo lined up versus actually closing a deal so uh, again the prospecting cycle may or may not be a little bit short shorter but is still gonna require um, you to be pounding the pavement every day. So I really like that, Mike. Uh, do you have any thoughts or any questions about um, about what I just what I just said? No, you know I, I would fully agree with you. I, I um, you know recently I, I closed a deal that I um, I, I initially I, I initiated contact with this this unnamed business uh, just about a year ago now. Um, they're based out of Colorado Springs, which, um, if you know Denver, Colorado Springs at all, it's about an hour drive south. Um, so, so I initiated contact, went down there, met with them, put a proposal together. Um, we proposed uh, a, a plan for this business last year, and they decided to go with a competitor. And uh, and it was hard. You know, it was, it's hard when you pour yourself into something and, and it doesn't come to fruition. But I... Uh, just kind of kept tabs on that business, kind of kept following what they were doing. And then in December, reached out to them again and said, hey, I, you know, I'm familiar with what you've been doing this last year. It looks like your results have been X. Um, again, going back to the internet, there's a ton you can see online. There's a ton you can see with company's presence, etc. cetera. Um, and said, hey, your, your results, um, I can't speak for, for everything, but it looks like this is what's what's happening. Um, I'd like a chance to compete for your business for 2017. And uh, got an appointment with the with the guy, um, with the owner, and uh, and 
we ended up moving forward with a, a business deal for 2017. And again, it would come down to the fact that, you know, um, 30, 60, 90, you really are trying to sell someone on that time. Uh, but down the line, you know, it's, it's not like because somebody says no once you can't get them back. And especially if you have done your research on their business, on their line of work, on, on what they do, if you've done your business, your research on that, um, and you really do believe you can help them, most times you can, it just takes that perseverance. So I guess that would be my, uh, my takeaway from, from, from that. And my, I agree with you. I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Hey, question number eight, what major goal are you working on in 2017 really to help you focus on days when prospecting just sucks? Cause mm. we know some days it just sucks. It does. It can. It can. Um, so, so I, I guess what I do is I, I tend to break it down into weekly or monthly goals. Um, really, it's, it's a weekly goal a lot of times. So, so this week, my big focus is on X industry or Y project or, or whatever it is. Um, so, so when I'm able to break it down, and again, it's you know, it sounds great on on a podcast, but sometimes you fail at this. Sometimes I fail at this. Um, but what I'll try to do is I focus on an industry, a business line or, or group of organizations, whatever it may be, and and I get excited about it. Even if I'm not necessarily intrinsically excited about it originally, I'll learn what I can. So if I, if I have a different focus every week or every two weeks or every month on industry or idea or plan that, that I want to focus on, it, it can become much more... Um, much more uh, aligned, I guess you could say. It's something that that can really help me to focus because then I know, hey, if if I'm calling on all the plumbers in West Denver, um, as I go, I you know I get feedback on calls or emails or whatnot and what what people like and don't like, and I can kind of work off that to to get more success as I call on more and more plumbers. So I don't know if that fully answers your question, but uh, but that's that's what I found to be effective. I love that you said, you know, a lot of times you'll set weekly, you'll set weekly goals. I mean, I, I, I would probably even guess too, you probably next to goals. I mean, you're setting targets, you're setting things, something that you can stare at that you're like, I need to get to this. This is my target. This is my goal. And um, that's just so good. I mean, if you're not setting those, I mean, if you're not setting those, man, dude, you're killing yourself right now. So... Man, dude, I need to hire you. You're really good. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I, I, it's been a good friendship. It's been a good friendship. It'll continue along into the future. I love it. Uh, question number nine. Um, so you know, I named the company Extreme Prospecting because you know I, I was reflecting on, you know, what prospecting meant to me, and and, and on days when I just was like, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go prospecting. I just failed because. You know, I just needed to get jacked. Like I'm talking, Red Bull gives you wings. You needed to get extreme prospecting. So, my question to you is, what does extreme prospecting mean to you? And before you answer that, the, the sort of the story that I gave with extreme prospecting on the last podcast was, you know, I, I extreme to me was I was with my own money renting in hotel room renting hotel rooms renting I, I was staying in hostels to make sure i was getting up early enough in the morning in west hollywood in santa monica rodeo drive beverly hills to be hitting my prospects i mean that's that was pretty crazy i mean the hostels were pretty crazy so <laughs> what does extreme prospecting mean to you mike you know it's it's doing what it takes um to get to, to get um, connected with who you're trying to reach. If it's through a meeting, if it's through a, a virtual meeting, an in-person meeting, an email, a phone call, whatever it is that you're trying to get to, uh, it's doing whatever it takes. You know, um, sometimes it, it holds true a lot of times with bigger companies that you have people, uh, you know, your CEOs, your C-level executives, your management who either gets in early or stays late. Those I've found can be the best times to prospect, to do your cold calling, to send your emails, etc. Because those are the times where, you know, your managers, your, your C-level executives are in and nobody else is in. So if that means getting in early or making calls from your house early or whatever it is, um, 
going out of your way to, to meet your prospect where they are. You know, I think, again, it comes back to how can you help the prospect? And if you're trying to cold call or send emails um, during 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock a.m. because that's when your manager tells you to, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But it could be that you do 8 to 9 or 9 to 10 and you do 5 to 6 a.m. or 6 to 8 a.m. because that's when, you know, your management's in. So, so it's, it's, it's doing what it takes to know your industry, your industries well enough that you're hitting them when they're available and when they're when they are available to talk to you. Man, that that's so great. Oh man, I'm just I'm sorry. This is just so good. I'm like taking notes. I mean, if you're oh, not man, a student, as, as much as Joe wants to wants to say that's great. Um, I've learned a lot from him. You know, I, I think Joe is a great example of somebody who um. Who, who will get up at four in the morning to drive an hour south to be somewhere when he knows a business owner is going to be in at five in the morning, you know? he um, So I think if you can get that in your, your day-to-day, if, if you can take that kind of approach, you're going to see a lot of success. Dude, that's some, that's some extreme stuff. Dude, I like that. I appreciate the compliment, man. That's, that means a lot from you. Yeah, speak the truth. <laughs> Dude, okay, number, question number 10. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned about prospecting? It's all about your end client. It's not about you. It's not about, it's not about the right email template or the right script that you've written up. It's about how can you connect with your prospect in the way that the prospect wants to be connected with, in the way that they'll be receptive to, uh, and in a way that, that you're going to see some results from. Uh, it's it's how, how can you reach them in a way that is going to help them and in a way they'll be receptive. I'd say that's, that's the biggest thing right there. Whether that's both, uh, you know, for a new, a new prospector or for uh, a more experienced one. You know, I don't pretend to have all the answers, but I'll tell you, if, if you can be dedicated and focused enough to have a, a regular schedule of, of cold calling, cold emailing, prospecting, door swings, whatever it is, you can have that regular schedule. I, I think you're going to see a lot of success. And, and it's not fun. Um, I, I dread uh, some days. I dread having to, up. Oh, here we go, make more, you know, more prospecting, more cold calls, more this, more that. But it's a schedule for me. You know, I know every Tuesday and Thursday, um, you know, there's a certain time that I've set aside where that's that's prospecting time. And uh, and what you start seeing with that is you start seeing over time um, the results will start coming in and start adding up. And uh, and then you start getting excited about it. You know, not not only do you know you're going to help people, but you're like, all right, I, I uh, I'm going to make you know I'm going to connect contact this many businesses, this many business owners with this idea. Uh, maybe it's an idea to grow their business through a outside um, concept or, or whatnot. I know that this is my time to do it, and. Uh, and, and it's my time to set aside. So I, I think that's been helpful for me. And I guess um, that focus and dedication would be one of my, my biggest um, biggest key pieces of advice. Man, that's good. Ooh, dedication. Man, commitment, dedication, perseverance. Dude, okay, if you are not committed i mean like you, you you cannot be successful prospecting half in and if you're like oh man dude i'm that guy i'm raising my hand i'm half in right now you need to go back you know i might even be able to you know we'll, we'll do a whole whole podcast on this but you need to get on the the uh the online video platform i have because we one of the things we talk about is you know what's your why like why are you doing this you know, and we got some exercises and strategies. Actually, you might even want to get on the webinar. That's free, right? I mean, you might want to get on the webinar. So um, keep your eyes out for that on the Facebook page and uh, on and on LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, but you need to ask, you know, what do you, what's your why? Uh, maybe like, what do you want, right? Like, what do you want? Um, when days are hard, you got to be thinking about something more than yourself, okay? When you're grinding hard, who are you thinking about? I'm thinking about my fiance and our daughter, um, Mike might be thinking about his wife and his dog, right? I mean, the dude's got a great dog, and uh, most of the time, <laughs> most, of the time. <laughs> most of the time he's a great dog. But that's that's a different story. So, um, you know, just right now, 
I know you're listening, but you are not actively writing. You need to be actively writing down the question, you know, what's my why and thinking, you know, figuring out what it is and, you know, figuring out what you want and then going back and figuring out, okay, well, maybe I need to set some goals, some targets, uh, you know, weekly. And I need to, you know, I need to really, you know, and not just write them down once a day, but you might need to write them down three times a day, every day for the entire week. So you can focus adequately on executing. Okay, executing is the only thing. I mean, this is really what separates. And this is how you know salespeople are phenomenal. Can they? Will they? Can they execute? Right. And uh, and Mike is a great example of an executor. Oh, thanks. Um, so, question number thirteen: um, What what keeps you interested in in prospecting? You know, again, it's uh, it's it's the results. It's it's getting appointments with people that I know that I can truly help. Uh, again, it's going to be different for every different business that you're with, or, or working with, or working for. But for for me, again, it's it's knowing that um, I have the data, I have the intel, I have the the resources to to really look at uh, a client, look at a prospect, and and see where they're. Um, you know where they could possibly get better and where they're doing a great job. Uh, I, I love having the, the tools to help people and, and when I'm able to see not only a relationship formed but then you know you look back a year two three years down the line and you see how you've helped a business to thrive um, man that, that just gets me excited you know it's it's what keeps me going with prospecting for sure. I love it. No, I know I'm do. I'm in the same thing. I mean, I remember, you know, when I was selling medical software, um, how funny it would be for me to just sit and I think I told the story in the last podcast, but I would be sitting in pediatric offices with all these sick little kids, and um, you know, to take that from nothing to you know, I, would, I ended up doing a video testimonial with them, and we were taking pictures together. Um, I mean, that's some powerful stuff, and you really get to learn about their lives and about them, and and how you can really um, you know, help their business and help, you know, help them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We're getting, we're, we're getting close guys. We're getting close. Uh, question number 14, you know, what drives you crazy about prospecting? Mm, good question. You know, um, it, it may go back to, to the original, um, the original, well, one of the earlier questions, uh, you know, when, when it comes to common per- misperceptions, the idea that that you're just hitting the phones to to get um, to make more money, to to somehow, um, you know, sell yourself to to hurt somebody, to mess somebody up. It's, I guess, it's it's, it's a common misper- misperception, um, and it kind of drives me nuts. You know, when you're in um, prospecting mode you should be focusing on how what you have to offer um, could benefit the other person, could benefit the organization, business, end prospect, client, whoever it is that you're working for. It, it should really be um, focused on, on how you can help them. So I think when, when you get away from that, uh, you're going to see a, a lot less success. Um, naturally, you're, you're going to be successful when you focus on how you can help others and, and how whatever you do, whatever your company does can help others. Man, dude, you're really, you're really generous and nice because that's not what I thought about when it, what drives me mad with prospecting. <laughs> dude, you know what drives, you know what drives me crazy when I'm prospecting? What drives you nuts? Is, is when a prospect will never they won't give me the answer until the 30th visit or the 30th call mm-hmm. they can't make a decision it's so bad it drives me nuts i'd rather you tell me on the first time that it's just not worth your time than me keep banging and pounding but you know i'm gonna do it anyways because you know what they're not gonna every prospect's different so you never know i close i shut a, i closed the guy I checked it. If you've got a CRM, dude, if you, if you don't have a CRM, dude, you need to go get one. But I, I checked the stats on a deal that I closed 30, 30 times. I sent an email. I banged on a door. I called this guy. I called this guy thirty times. So, dude, you never know what how long it's gonna take. But 
you know, I think the stat, I have the stat in this free infographic, you know, 44% of salespeople quit after the first try. Come on, dude, if you're one, if you're that person, you either need to find a new job or you need to push, we talked about this, pushing through the pain of, of, of prospecting initially. You need to push through that pain because you can't be one, you can't be that 44% stat. Well, you know, and if, if you put yourself in, in the the client's shoes, the, the person that you're that you're calling on, put yourself in their shoes. You know, if if you're getting thirty calls a day, or twenty calls a day, whatever it may be, why, you know, you're not going to return every one of them. At best, you might return one a day, maybe. You know, that's on the high end. Um, so even if you have a great idea, a great valid business reason even if you have a, a a purpose in calling and they like your idea they have 30 other calls 20 other calls and a business to run so you know a lot of times if you're in their shoes even if they like you they like the idea they like the email you sent the message you left you know you're not top of mind um so it takes that that constant pressure it takes that i don't want to say pressure but that that perseverance um you need to show them that, that you're serious about what you're doing and you seriously know their business and you care about it and you care about helping them to throw to thrive. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, that, that that's just a nail on the head. I mean, you think, think about it in your own life, right? I mean, I had some salespeople call me today and there's some stuff I'm legitimately, I'm like, I need to, I want to talk to that person, but I can't because I'm focused on what I'm doing right now. So, you know, you know, just think about it in your own life. How many times do you, or oh, I can't, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to get to this later. And so a lot of times, you know, I, you know, one time, one time in my entire career, I've had one guy tell me, you know, he just basically blew me off. You just follow up with me too much. Right. But when you, do you know how many times I've, I've heard, oh, I'm so glad you followed up with me. I mean, I'm just so glad, you know, I just, I've been so busy. I'm just slammed. And I'm, I'm thinking, dude, everyone's busy. Everybody's busy. You need to be able to cut through the noise. So keep persevering. And even though, you know, it may take 30 tries and they're going to blow you off, that person, the other person, you might be able to close him. So just, you know, keep grinding, keep hustling. And, uh, okay, so we're following the last question. I know the audience is like, dude, where's the money question? This is the money question, okay? Mike, is there anything that we haven't covered that you want to get across about prospecting? You know, I think the uh, the last thing that I'd, I'd, I'd leave you with um, is the idea of having a valid reason. Um, of course, everybody thinks they're valid, that their reason is valid. But when I say have a valid reason, what I mean is when you're calling or prospecting or initiating contact with your prospect, what is your valid reason? Yeah, you want to help their business grow. Yeah, you you might have the best food processor in the world. But again, unless you show that, that you've done your research and that you know what you're talking about with their business or with their industry or, or how you can help them, um, you're, you're really not going to get you set yourself apart. Um, you know, I, what I like to do is I like to, to go online and, and do my research with um, whoever the person I'm trying to talk to is. Maybe it's the CEO of a company. So I'm going to look and see, does he have a blog? Does he have a personal website? Is he on social media? How can I find him on social media? How can I see what he's interested in? Um, maybe I, you know, I called on a company the other week that they're having problems um, getting uh, their grain from their silos in the Midwest out to the West Coast. Well, I can't help with that, but that's what I led with. You know, hey, I read your article recently. Um, it seems like you guys are having a lot of difficulty getting grains from the, the East Coast to the West Coast or the Midwest to the West Coast. Um, I, I got a couple ideas for, for how we could position you and, and your challenges. And, uh, you know, if, if you have a way that you can set yourself apart that way and know their business and have a valid business reason for calling, you're going to see a lot of success. So I guess that would be my, my, my last, uh, last thing that I, to, to get across. You know, make sure you have that valid business reason. 
man, I'm so glad you touched upon that because that that slipped my mind. But it, that is just so money. Oh my goodness, dude! It, it, if you are listening to this podcast, dude, this is a this is a money question. Did I tell you this was not the money question, dude? This is so money. Here's why: valid business. Do you know how many times you just call and after you know you're like ring, 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 ring. Oh, hey, what's up, Joe? Hey, um, have you made a decision yet? And they're like, No, we haven't made a decision yet. Click. And that's all you keep having and keep leading with, man, dude, you're, you're going to suck at prospecting, dude. You know, some of the tips I would do, some of the tips I would do that I love is, you know, I'll call them and like, you know, say, say Mike's on the other line, you know, ring, ring. And it's like, Mike's like, hello, Mike. Hey, Mike, what's up, big guy? And he's like, oh, dude, everything's good. Yada, 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 whatever. It's, you know, depending on the client, you might want to have the chit chat. But I'm like, hey, Mike, I wrote an article. I was thinking about you and I wrote an article on LinkedIn wanted to share that with you. Um, and you know, nine times out of 10, the person on the other line's like, Oh dude, Hey, thanks for thinking about me. Totally pertains to my business. Want to read that email it over Hey, thanks so much. And Oh, Hey, by the way, didn't forget about you. And, um, Oh, by the way, let's schedule that time for Thursday at two. Dude, that is some sick stuff. Dude, you need to be, if you're not creating content, make sure your marketing department's giving you some stuff, okay? That you can give to them to show that you're caring about their business, okay? All about caring about their business and you need to have a valid reason for calling. You don't just pick up the phone to say, ring, ring, hey, what's up? And, you know, you don't you don't really have anything, okay? So make sure, you know, whether you're gonna send them, send them a, a blog post, you know, maybe, maybe you send them a handwritten note. Dude, maybe you write them a note in front of them. I did that the other day. Dude, got me a meeting with the CEO. Worked my way up. Booked an hour-long meeting with a CEO I'm trying to get in contact with. Ice cold prospecting, baby. So, okay, those are just some tips. Dude, you just need to be creative. Okay, think about stuff. Think about stuff. Talk to other salespeople. See what they're doing in your industry to keep the prospecting creative and sexy guys okay hey guys um you know uh obviously we're gonna wrap it up right now but if you enjoyed today's show you can follow us at extreme prospecting um on facebook um you can hit hit us up on twitter that's joe tosti three and you got mike and gross on twitter you can uh, visit the extreme prospecting page on linkedin and uh, obviously, you can go to the website at extremeprospecting.com. Drop in your email. Um, we have some free free goodies and content for you. Um, on top of that, um, you know, throw in your email. We'll get you uh, sign up on the latest webinar that's going to be coming. Um, that webinar is going to be pretty sick. Um, all about prospecting. And uh, you are not going to want to miss that. So um, make sure you get on that. Um, the title of that webinar is How to Grow Your Outbound Prospecting Today webinar. Again, how to grow your outbound prospecting today, not tomorrow, but today, baby. Okay. So thanks, guys. And uh, man, I am just so stoked. Mike, can you give us just one more, you know, goodbye, shout out? I'm so pumped you were on today's show. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, well, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's great to, to be with y'all. Um, and hey, stay out there, stay focused, and uh, let's help some people grow their businesses, huh? Let's help some people grow some businesses. Woo! Let's go, guys.